Chapter 32, Concept 5, Discovering Real Happiness. True happiness is an extremely important part of human existence, both physically and spiritually. As Herb Aaron Hagodah from Karlin said, Simcha, happiness, is not a mitzvah, and Atzvus, sadness, is not a sin. And yet, happiness can lead you to a place that no mitzvah can take you, and sadness can lead you to a place that no Avera can bring you. But where does real happiness really come from? A new car? More money? Physical pleasure? Alcohol? Partying? No rules? Coca-Cola? Vacations? Playing cards? Cruises? Designer clothing? Watching TV? Being a sports fan? Chocolate? Drugs? If you said yes to any of those, well, I hope you didn't. So let's discover the secret of true happiness so that it can bring us to the highest levels of true pleasure, satisfaction, and enjoyment in this world and the next world. As you know, a human being is essentially a combination of two parts, a physical beast and a spiritual angelic soul. If you want to please your physical beast, that's easy. Simply take part in any pleasure activity and guess what? You will feel physical pleasure. You don't need any book to teach you how to do that. It's simple. However, inner happiness does not come from your physical animalistic side feeling good. Rather, it comes only from your angelic side. As the Nesiva Shalom says, as much as you may try to pleasure yourself with worldly physical desires, your angelic soul does not get any satisfaction from that at all. Because worldly pleasure does not please your soul. The Medrash says an example. There was once a poor, uneducated man from a hick town who married a princess. But he had a big problem, because nothing he could afford to buy her could possibly impress her. Why? Because she was a wealthy princess. So even if he went to Walmart and spent all the money that he had in his bank account, it would be meaningless to her. In the very same way, every Yiddish soul is a chelikalakamimal, a piece of godliness. Therefore, as much as a person tries to fill up his spiritual soul with worldly pleasures, his soul feels absolutely no satisfaction from it. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Missing the point. Yankee was so busy working that he didn't eat all day, and his stomach began to growl. It was calling out to him and asking him to please send down some food. But Yankee ignored the call, and his stomach began to really ache. He continued to ignore it, and after a while, he began to feel weak and dizzy. That evening, he realized that since he was so weak and dizzy, he must do something to take care of himself. So he decided that immediately after work, he would go straight to the sauna, because that always made him feel so good. But after 20 minutes in the sauna, he felt faint. Now he was frustrated and upset that not only did the sauna not make him feel any better, it actually made him feel even worse. So he concluded that he needed a new plan to make himself feel better. So he got a bunch of guys together and they went off to play paintball because that's always so much fun. 
But Yankee felt even more angry and disappointed when even this plan made him feel even worse. Since he couldn't function properly and he seemed to be on the very verge of fainting, his wife decided to take him to see a top psychiatrist. They did some research and they picked out a top doctor. They found out exactly where the doctor lived, drove over to his house at 2.30 a.m. and they banged frantically on the door. They apologized for waking him up, but they explained that it was an emergency. The doctor listened patiently to the whole story, and then he said with a straight face, Yankee, my advice to you is that you should eat a bowl of cereal. Yankee exploded. A bowl of cereal? Doc, are you making fun of me? Do you think I'm going to pay you $800 to be told to eat a bowl of cereal? Besides, what does cereal have to do with my severe problems? You don't understand me. I did much more than eat a bowl of cereal. I went to the sauna, and I even arranged a group of friends to play paintball. And even that didn't work for me. Yankee stormed out of the doctor's office. Obviously, when you are physically hungry, no pleasure activity will alleviate your hunger and give your body the sustenance it needs in order to function. Not even skydiving. And in the very same way, the next time that you feel a little down, take a few moments to break it down. What exactly inside of you is feeling down? Is it your arm, your leg? Obviously, it isn't your physical body that is causing you to feel down. And so pleasuring your physical body will not make you feel better. Duh. So what is going to boost your spirit and give you the relief you crave? Well, here's a hint. It does not need to be fun and often is specifically not an enjoyable, easy, or pleasurable activity. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Selfless pleasure. Yitzchak recently signed up to volunteer for the Hever Kadisha. Late one night, he received his first phone call. Getting dressed and driving over to the chapel in the middle of the night, he found himself really nervous to do his first tahara. Indeed, it was a frightening and extremely difficult experience for him. But upon leaving the funeral chapel, a feeling of inner satisfaction and pride came over him. He was feeling real inner happiness. You see, the truth is, happiness does not come from receiving. It only comes from achieving. Why? Because when pleasure is happening to you, it doesn't do anything to improve who you are, and so it cannot give your soul the internal happiness it craves. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Running on empty. Shaya was on the highway when he suddenly noticed that he was almost out of gas, so he pulled over to the very next gas station and got himself a nice shiny car wash. Before getting back into the car, he inspected it with great pride. His car looked so good. It sparkled and looked brand new. He kicked the tires, hopped in, and headed back to the highway. But ten minutes later, he ran out of gas. When you feel empty inside, the first rule is, stop looking for ways to buff up your exterior and begin to focus on filling up with something that will give you the internal fulfillment and satisfaction you so crave. Feeling a little down? Hungry for a little satisfaction? Go visit some old folks in the nursing home for an hour or two and see how it makes you feel. Go, try it. No, really, go. No, I mean, really, go now. Get in your car, go. And when you get back, continue listening. 
Oh, hi. Back so fast? Okay, let's continue. You need to internalize what you already know to be true. You cannot afford to make the terrible mistake of confusing pleasure with happiness, like our friends at Coke would like you to believe. You see, the 2011 Coca-Cola advertising campaign slogan was Open Happiness. Their researchers know that people feel empty and everyone is craving the emotional feeling of inner happiness. So they are capitalizing on that and actually trying to convince us that drinking a soda can somehow bring you happiness when in reality there is no way that a food or a drink or any physical pleasure can give you any drop of happiness. The reason most people can't find internal peace of mind and real happiness is because they are simply barking up the wrong tree. They think, if this makes me feel good, then certainly doing a lot more of it will bring me even more pleasure, and that must be the secret to finding happiness. However, that is simply not true. As long as you are immersed in the pursuit of worldly pleasures and earthly desires, you will never, ever feel truly happy. Need proof? Here it is. In today's world, where people have the most unlimited, uninhibited, unrestrained pleasure ever known to man since the creation of the world, what do you think is the most prescribed medication? Are you ready for this? Antidepressants. Here are some really depressing statistics. In usgovinfo.com, it says as follows. Is America the most medicated nation on earth? Adult use of antidepressants almost tripled between 1988 and the year 2000. On PamelaEgan.com it says, December 09, 2007, nearly 50 to 70% of complaints by patients today are depression and anxiety. Antidepressants are disseminated like water. And in PaxilProgress.org, it says, 36 million Americans are on antidepressants. How can this be? If you would offer any person who ever lived in any country at any time since the creation of the world a chance to live in today's day and age and in the great United States of America, who wouldn't grab that opportunity? Just think of all the luxuries, comforts, amenities, fun, and freedom that we have who would think that living in this amazing time would lead people to feeling down and out? There shouldn't be even a small, tiny percentage of people who are living today who need antidepressants. Feeling down? Simply go out and have fun. Party all night. Go on a cruise. Indulge yourself in all the pleasures this world has to offer. All available today at our fingertips. After all, don't fun and pleasure make you feel happy? This teaches us a great and very deep lesson. Pleasure is not happiness. Internal happiness is not defined by experiencing fun, nor can it be obtained through pleasure. Certainly, inner happiness cannot come from sinful pleasure, for anything that brings regret, guilt, and shame upon reflection cannot bring you real, true inner happiness. Open your eyes and you will notice many people floating through life wrapped up in all sorts of nonsense. They are not connected to anything that is real. When we tell someone, get real, 
We mean that he should wake up and stop wasting time with unrealistic thoughts and become a part of the true reality. Living for the moment does not give you any life after the moment is up. And it is therefore not what we consider to be real. The Nesiva Shalom says, Nefesh Re'eva, She'enim margish tainug ba'avodis Hashem, Ve'en loy tanugim diktusha, Odom zem echapes tanugim ro'im, Ve'chomar mosuk loy. If your soul is starving, and it does not receive the satisfaction and sweetness of pure spirituality, then you will search out lowly pleasures to try to fill yourself up, and then even the most disgusting things will look sweet to you. Once the foundation and stability of your spirit are knocked out by sinful desires, your spirit is forced to aimlessly drift through the turbulence and confusion that cause you to actually feel deflated, dispirited, discouraged, depressed, and disheartened as your inner peace and tranquility are mercilessly ripped away from you. And in the end, instead of feeling satisfied by all the pleasure and unrestricted fun you gobbled up in your lifetime, you end up feeling empty and sad. You may still be able to outwardly appear to be having fun, living the life, putting on a nice show and a big smile, but internally you can find little inner peace, real satisfaction or happiness. And for what? Let's bring an example to prove the point. Life in Review After an entire life of seeking pleasure, Sammy comes up to heaven and they present him with a list of his life's accomplishments. 9,750 hamburgers, 14,300 hot dogs, 70,000 beers, etc., etc. Nothing of value for anyone other than himself. And even that temporary pleasure that he took for himself is now completely worthless. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands that real happiness can only come when your angelic soul is content and satisfied. So why do people have so much trouble with this concept? I'm glad you asked. So the challenge is that when your body experiences pleasure, it mimics the feeling of inner happiness in your brain for that duration and for a short period of time thereafter. Therefore, you do actually feel good. You may really be smiling, and you can even really think that you are happy. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Numbing the pain. Danny was depressed. He felt that on a scale of 1 to 100, his happiness level was all the way down to 30. So that night, he attended a party, and he danced his head off. For three hours, he partied, and he felt... Like he was on top of the world, his happiness level soared to a hundred. But the next day, as he sat back down into his tiny cubicle at his dead-end job with all of his problems, he was back down to a feeling of 30. And then on top of that, the feeling of the difference between the way he felt the night before on that high to his current low only amplified his gloomy feeling. Wallowing in his depressed state of mind, he made the only logical decision to bring happiness into his life. Change jobs? Nah, that's too hard. Fix his problems and deal with his issues? No way. So he decided, tonight, I'm going back to the party. Many people try to become internally, emotionally happy and content 
through pleasure activities. But that just, it just doesn't work. Why? Because it doesn't enhance who you are. It doesn't upgrade your situation and it never makes you proud of who you are. Furthermore, the pleasure they feel from the high is only temporary. And once it wears off, they feel even worse than before. At this point, they have to do more pleasure to bring back that feeling of pleasure. And when that wears off, they need to look for more and more and more, always numbing their emptiness, but never filling it. Also, when you try to fill your soul, if you achieve only half of your goal, you will still feel half of the pleasure for what you did accomplish. However, when it comes to the fake pleasure... The reality can never be as good as your fantasy, and therefore you will always feel that you came up short and you need to seek more. Another distinction between pleasure and happiness is that once you get used to an act of pleasure, it can no longer satiate you and bring you the same feeling as it originally did. Therefore, you always have to up the ante to try to fill your empty void, since the previous activity just doesn't do it for you anymore. Whereas, if something makes you feel internally happy, you will continue to search for more, since you have so much, and you want even more of that good feeling. You are building on what you have. If you want to experience internal happiness, all you have to do is go down the correct road, make a list of things that make you proud, and do them. Simply put, do the things that you would be proud to tell your teachers and parents about, and the things you will be happy your children and grandchildren will one day find out about. Those are the things that will bring you the feeling you are desperately looking for. If something is real, then you will feel real good about it one day later, one week later, and ten years later. That's really the real thing. But notice that there is one common denominator in all of the things that will give you a feeling of internal pride and accomplishment. It takes effort. It takes commitment. It takes determination. And almost always the trademark will be that it is something that was difficult for you to do. And usually it does not feel physically good. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Pleasure or pride. Going on a roller coaster is the perfect example of good, clean, pure fun. However, we all know that finishing a project, any project, brings a certain feeling of pride and accomplishment that triggers a feeling of internal happiness deep inside of you. You smile from the inside out. The fact is that you will feel more inner satisfaction, pride, and happiness after completing a 20-minute challenging project than from receiving two hours of physical pleasure. If you are faced with the following choice, which one would you pick? Help a stranded family of 10 change a flat tire on the side of the road in the freezing cold or enjoy a two-hour massage. This basically sums up your entire life. If your answer is the flat tire, then your entire life is facing the right direction. However, if you answered massage, then you now know why you're not internally happy. You see, the bottom line is, you cannot have both instant gratification and internal happiness. You have to choose which one you want and live a life that leads you to your goal. In order to acquire long-term feelings of inner happiness and pride, you must give up on the quest for immediate pleasure and instant gratification. 
And now we can finally understand what is really making you feel so down. And that's what the Nesiva Shalom says. That emptiness deep inside of you, that you're wondering, why do I feel so down? It's your soul that is calling out to be fed a yummy spiritual meal. It is craving a little spiritual sustenance. When your soul feels hungry and empty, it sends you a signal, a groan. It makes you feel a little empty, a little sad. Something is missing. And at this point, you can choose to ignore it, or you can try to fill it up with something that cannot satisfy it. But that won't work, and it will just get more and more empty. And then, the more that you try to fill yourself up with worldly pleasures and sinful desires, hoping to drown out the emptiness of your soul, the more your soul continues to get weaker and weaker, sicker and sicker, more empty and more depressed, since you are not treating the problem with the right solution. Let's analyze this and explain why this is so. Imagine that you want to make your left pinky feel good. While you are making it feel good, where exactly are you experiencing the feeling of pleasure? The answer is that only that specific left pinky feels good. Your other fingers don't have any benefit from it, and neither does any other part of your body. So your mind experiences the feeling of the pleasure that your left pinky is feeling. However, think for a moment. Who are you? You are not your pinky or your toe. You have a heart, a mind, but most of all, a holy, pure soul. How can you pleasure them? Why settle for only a small amount of temporary pleasure, focusing on just one spot when you can get so much more? Now think of the feeling that you had deep inside of you when you did a good deed. You enjoyed a great session of learning Torah. You davened, you prayed really well, or overcame a challenge and picked to do the right thing. How can you describe that feeling? Where, where is it? Where exactly do you feel that pleasure? Was it located just on your pinky or your toe? Was it in just one part of you? Or did your essence feel uplifted and happy? Understand that if your heart and soul are not truly happy, nothing you do for yourself will ever make you feel content and you will waste your life only to one day look back with regret, sorrow, and the immense pain of feeling that you wasted your life. Such a wasted opportunity. However, when you do the right thing, your essence is being pleasured, and this gives you a feeling of inner satisfaction. Satisfaction, not pleasure, is what equals real happiness. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Jumping the gun. After being on a waiting list for almost six months, we finally got reservations at the best restaurant in town. We didn't eat anything all day in anticipation of this amazing, long-awaited experience. As soon as we sat down, I began filling up on the bread, the drinks, the dips, the salads, the same as in any restaurant. 
by the time the main dish was served, I was stuffed. However, my wife waited patiently until the incredible main dishes were served, and she truly enjoyed the amazing delicacies. I lost out on the reason I traveled to this expensive restaurant, for the simple cheap pleasure that I could have gotten anywhere, just because it showed up on the table first. Why would any smart person fill up on bread when you can enjoy the most delicious ribs in the world? What fools we are to withhold a lifetime of true pleasure and satisfaction from ourselves. How could we constantly get suckered into grabbing the quick, short-lived, temporary physical pleasure specific to just the limbs involved and lose out on experiencing the true blissful inner happiness of building a satisfying life that we can truly be proud of? Day after day, week after week, year after year of doing what feels good inside gets you stronger and makes you more proud of yourself. And when you look back, you have no regret, no guilt. You don't feel like you wasted your life. You build something amazing and it feels great. Billions of people are searching for inner happiness, and yet they miss this very simple point. If you want to attain outer happiness, then you should do things that make your outer feel good. However, if what you really need is inner happiness, then how on earth could focusing on pleasing your outer ever help you attain that goal? You need to allow yourself to find inner happiness. And that means putting your inner first and opening a line of clear communication between you and your inner so that you can clearly know what it really wants, craves, and needs. When you focus on giving your inner pure voice what it truly needs and you don't do the things that it tells you not to do because it makes it feel bad and sad and depressed then indeed you shall find the treasure that the entire world is searching for, real inner happiness. The key is, the only way to have inner happiness is to make your inner happy. Get it? Inner happiness. And how can you make your inner happy? By achieving. And what is the greatest possible human achievement? Connecting to the Almighty. Let's bring an example. To prove the point. The final countdown. Usher was in the middle of an important business call when he noticed his cell phone battery was almost drained. He didn't have any other phone and couldn't afford to lose the call. It started counting down, shutting down in 30, 29, 28, 27. He panicked as he desperately tried to find his car charger. 17, 16, 15. Are you listening, Usher? Uh, um, yes, I'm here, I'm here, fumbling around. He found it, nine, eight, seven, six. He plugged it into the car charger, and now it needs to get connected to the phone. He's trying to connect it, three, two, connected. The Nesiva Shalom explains, a healthy person feels empty and depressed only when he feels distant from Hashem. For if you would feel truly connected and close to Hashem, you would not feel that you are missing anything at all. As the Baal Beis Avram said, Ki imcha mekar chayim, al yedei shi Yehudi imcha, 
שדבוק בהשם מזברך, ואז מקור חיים מולי חיוס. ומרגיש אז את עצמי קרוב להשם מזברך, והרגוש הזו ממלס אוסוי בשמחה. When you're close to Hashem, when you're connected to Hashem, you feel full of life. And that feeling, internal feeling, that you are close and connected to God, the Almighty God who created everything, that feeling is what fills you up deep inside of you and makes you feel really, truly happy. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that your ability to feel internally happy and truly enjoy your life depends on the degree that you are connected to Hashem. Hashem is the source of all life. Therefore, when you connect to Hashem, you connect to the source of all life. And therefore, you feel recharged. You feel full of life. So I know what you're thinking. Okay, great. So how can I get close to Hashem? Lucky for you, there's a clear answer. And that's coming up in the next chapter of GPS. And you'll go high.